0: After a very long day, uniquely designed challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game, it's very, it's giving me very like pastel y vibes. So, yeah. I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety, if you have that. Well, that's where VIA comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option, if you're doing fertility or IVF, can be helpful? Look. Today's show is brought to you by the D.C. Lottery and their new D.C. Love Scratcher for St. Patrick's Day. Where will luck find you this St. Patrick's Day in D.C.? Play the new D.C. Lottery, D.C. Love Scratcher. It's the one with the clovers on it, bright green. I love it. $5 ticket, top prize is 50 grand. Celebrate life we do every day in D.C. And this month, we're celebrating the new D.C. Love Scratcher for St. Patrick's Day. Pick yours up today. Oh, no. Hey.
1: hey you know girl.
0: what? Oh, my God. It's Wednesdays. It's Wednesday.
1: Uh-huh. Halfway Sarah, through. Sarah.
0: Halfway through, baby. Woo. Okay. Sarah from Hey free. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Hey. Not a cast pod. Hey, Every day hey, she'll make you say, oh, my God. <laughs> she got the scoop hey. on Pop Culture News. So grab a drink. It ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the crew. Hey. Hey. Oh my God! Hey, baby! Welcome to the Hey, hey. Fridge Podcast. The whole crew is here. Paul Ward is in studio. <laughs> amazing, amazing. AJ is here, the producer. Leslie is here, who does all the videography work. You'll love this too, by the way. I just yeah. got a uh, one-star review on the Hey Fridge Podcast page. On you got uh, a one-star yeah, review. And it was because of you, in in the way of like, no, that this person loves you. They wrote, um, just this was like recently. Jasmine writes on March 9th, one star. Uh, I am not sure I can take this podcast seriously anymore. I am sorry, but the interns, I mean, quote, producers, cannot fill Paul Wharton's shoes. This show has lost its touch and its identity.
1: Ooh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, I, maybe I went too far when I 1st first... <laughs> <laughs> no, just
0: kidding. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I just bring that up. That's so crazy because all...
1: I was about to be like, you know who that was? Somebody that <laughs> used to work with you, probably. <laughs> what they say? It's like, actually funny you say that. Well, I don't know who Jasmine is. You don't deserve one star. You deserve five stars. This is a fabulous, fabulous podcast. Oh God. And uh, hey, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm still here because I'm having a good time.
0: Uh, by the way, right after that one, we got yeah. one from Jay Moore, uh, who gave it five stars. Sarah and Paul are fantabulous together. I so look forward to this podcast every single week. Another one. Five stars. Long time fr- fan. I love both of them. The interviews oh. are so great which I found enlightening when you did the Mindful Monday show oh that one's off the air too uh, but I enjoy giving you guys thank you so much okay whatever we're now consistent we have Mondays and Wednesdays Paul is always on he is always co-hosting on Wednesdays on Monday show it's just more pop culture things that you like memes exactly. of the week all that good stuff anyway I thought that was funny I just had to tell you you got a big fan okay, hey she's pissed.
1: Jasmine might <laughs> have to buy her a cocktail <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. We have so much to get to, including the ice cream shop that everyone is furious about named Sweet Jesus. I want to know if you would. uh, Not that mad. uh, (laughs) Not that mad. But you said that you don't get mad about that much stuff. Not really. How uh, yeah, about
1: things like this?
0: We also have um, deep thoughts from uh, the Tinder fails, the Tinderellas, the Tinder fellas. That's oh, good. And I'll up. catch you
1: up on my Tinder relationships. I've been seeing people and oh, having them stay the night and all kind of fun stuff I'm, from Tinder.
0: Oh, yeah. I do. I want to hear that. And then can you imagine this? The midwife, you're pregnant. Okay. I guess this is like kind of a real stretch, but anyway, you're pregnant, <laughs> Paul. Yeah, you give birth, and the woman who's your midwife, who who helps you give birth, then goes, "Oh, by the way, that's actually uh, I'm sleeping with your husband, the the father of like your baby." Can you imagine? Well, like, I can't I'm, imagine like, running away. I mean, him.
1: it happens. I saw a movie about this on um on Netflix the other night.
0: You did? What was with it? With
1: Nicolas Cage, he plays the father, and uh, what's the lady's name? Gina, somebody. Okay. And um, they, Gina oh, Gershon. Like some
0: is this finding Arizona or something? Or like? no,
1: Gina Gershon. No, no, no. It's like it just happened like a year ago, 2017. Really? And they're a rich couple, and they have this the surrogate that comes in, and Aww. but really she uses her own egg. It's some crazy shit.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotta figure out that one.
1: Yeah, she turned into a total psycho.
0: It's called Inconceivable 2017. Yes. There we go. That's
1: it. In- All right, producer. <laughs> All right. One good thing about this podcast, it has come up. We got people that are hooked up to Google, okay?
0: Oh my God. We really try, hey, sorry, producer. Jasmine. <laughs> yeah, right. so. Producer, and there's the videographer. Of course, here I am. God, <laughs> love, love it. Um. Anyhow, we were just talking off air. You know, I was having a moment this past. You we're having weekend. a moment, I, and I'm
1: here to help you work through. And
0: it. you apparently have some advice for me. But I uh, had a very emotional weekend with my partner, my longtime significant other, mm-hmm. Dan. And yes. I want to know if you think that I'm being unreasonable and too emotional. Because I, I'm going to admit, I. I am a very emotional person, right?
1: Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, And like, you play on TV like you're not. But then when you get home, you are. You know what I mean? Do you're I like, give on? I'm a woman. Hear me roar. I don't need anyone. I chart my own path. And then you're like... Dan doesn't want to hang out with me. <laughs>
0: so we got into a huge fight this weekend. I'm yeah. talking like Let's tears. Talk about it. Like I was mm-hmm. so upset. And so th- here's the premise: like we both work a lot, right? Are we going right
1: into it right now. Yeah, we're going okay, right into it. Let's like it. fuck it.
0: I just feel like I have to get this on my chest, and then mm-hmm. we'll get into like all the hot topics. Right. So anyway, I we were we work both like seven days a week right mm-hmm. and but his schedule is extremely busy like when he's in season for um, athletics like he's working with their teams or whatever like seven days a week okay so for the past month and a half like I have not seen him like I see him like one night a week for dinner okay maybe like maybe like a second night he's home at like seven or you something you do have a
1: date night though every we, week
0: right so that's what we do every week okay but this past weekend was the first weekend that he was supposed to be off and we were gonna go to the march together you okay. know the march of our march, march for life march for our lives yeah so so we are going to do that together. Mm-hmm. And then last Wednesday, he said to me, oh, hey, by the way, you know what? I've got to fill in for somebody on Saturday morning.
1: So he gave you some notice. It wasn't at the last minute.
0: Right. It last was like Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. It's a lot of
1: notice, Sarah. I'm out here in these streets. I'm trying to tell you. First thing. Go is ahead. Is it though? Because A lot my, of notice for Saturday.
0: But here's my thing. So I, I, like in my relationship, what I've learned over the years is like, I want to hang out with the person that I'm with. Like, I, re- I want to do things with him. Like, how do you a hobby. go and do
1: things that he likes to do? Do you ever go and sit on the sidelines when he's coaching? Yes. You do. Yes, I do that. How often?
0: I would say once a month, maybe. Okay. It, not recently because they've been like preseason. Okay. So I haven't done that. Got it. So, anyway. Um, Okay, so I rolled with Saturday, right? I was like, cool, Mm -hmm. I'll go to the march by myself. We'll meet up after. So we meet up after. We go to dinner. And then he tells me, oh, hey, by the way, um, tomorrow I'm going out with the guys because one of the guys is having a really hard time uh, with a work situation that's happening. And so we're going to all go out and buy him drinks or whatever at 1 Mm o'clock. Never an invite. Never. uh, Never. And I, like, lost my shit. I lost my shit. What part of that
1: made you lose your shit in that moment? Your whole Sunday was going to be...
0: Because for weeks, like, we were talking about spending this weekend together, right? Mm-hmm. Because we do not spe- we do not see each other. Like, Saturday and Sunday mornings, I've gotten busy, like, doing work, working for Fox or whatever, because otherwise I'm home alone, sure. right? We okay. don't have a traditional relationship where we have a weekend together, okay? There isn't that.
1: Okay, so you don't have that, but we, yet you were expecting not. that this weekend. Right, this so, okay. was, like, a
0: rare weekend that rare was supposed weekend. to happen, Got right? Mm-hmm. And I just felt so, like, slapped in the face, like... You know, this is you know how much I was looking forward to this weekend and doing something, and yet you've made plans with other people and you didn't even invite me. Okay, like we don't have mutual friends mm-hmm. together. We don't go out and drink together. Like we don't have a hobby.
1: Sure. Well, and- do you all have many friends separate? I mean, do you have people that you hang out with?
0: Yeah, I do, but mm-hmm. I would say it's a small group.
1: It's a small group. It's a small
0: group. And one We're of my-
1: them. One, two. <laughs> How small we talking? No, because it's important.
0: It's small. It's I important it's if you like don't two. have
1: relationships on your own, if you don't have your own hobbies. And see, it's, it's coming from a person like me who has built a whole life off of having relationships and friends. See, I haven't built mine around a lover. It's been about the things that I do to make me happy. So I come from the other side. I just know that in a relationship, I don't think that I could be in a relationship with someone who needed me to be like their all. Because I've spent my whole life building a whole life for myself.
0: But here's my question to people is like, what is the balance? Because I like I said to him, I I would not have been so upset if like we had every weekend together and we did things every regularly like on Saturday and we had a hobby together or we went to see art together. or something. But we don't do any of that. Like we do not have that schedule. So at what point don't you have to fucking hang out with your significant other Mm -hmm. to like make it work? What would you have
1: done on Sunday? I mean, it would have been great to
0: like get up, go to brunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go to a market, go see a movie. Like, we don't do any of that.
1: Okay. We are at the point in our
0: relationship. This is what I said. Like, I feel like just thinking about this mm -hmm. relationship, like, I feel like so heartbroken sometimes because I feel like we're at the takeout and TV phase. Like, what do we have in common? Takeout and TV.
1: Takeout and TV. So the fact that you know that. Shouldn't you be initiating those other things? You say, we don't do anything together. We don't go out. We don't hang out. Okay, so are not are you bringing those things to the table for him? Are you saying, hey, Dan, this Sunday, I, maybe not this last Sunday, but this Sunday, listen, I want to go out and I want to have a romantic day and we're going to go to the farmer's market. And then there's this great art show. I mean, are you doing the work or are you just so tired from this podcast from Fox 5? You get home and you right there with them, take out and TV.
0: Well, lots of times I am. Like lots yeah. of times I'm, I'm okay with take so out and TV. Your shit. <laughs> Lots of times I'm okay with takeout and TV, mm-hmm. but this weekend, initially, we would planned that we were going to go away for a night and go to a spa. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's nice. That then kind of dwindled down. Like, we never really made the plans, which this is sort of the pattern that we're in. So nobody really made the plans. You know, it didn't really happen. And then it was kind of like, well, if we go away, I can meet you at 8 o'clock at night. And it's like, well, there's really no point in going to a nice be- at like bed and breakfast or something if we're checking in at 8 p.m. And then Absolutely. the next day, you gotta we're check basically out. leaving. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, what? Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm so like wondering what couples do. Do you hang out all the time? Because I feel like remembering my parents, they hung out all the time.
1: Sure. Well, I'm thinking about my daily life and going through even like Whole Foods. I'm in Whole Foods shopping. And, (laughs) you know, I told you what I love at Whole Foods. I love being able to go to the grocery store and buy whatever I want. Like, that's goals for me. But I'm going down the aisles and I see these couples shopping together and I'm like, God, they make every little thing romantic. And it seems so sweet to me. So for me, if I were in a relationship, I would definitely want that part. I wouldn't want to still do all the things that I do by myself, you know, and yet I have someone. So I know that can be tough. Is that what you're going through?
0: Yeah. I would just be curious like what people think and like how much time you do need to spend with somebody in your relationship, which I'm assuming is different for everybody, you know, and, and couples coexist in all kinds of different ways. Well, but your whole
1: life outside of um, the relationship can't just be work. That's the only thing.
0: I That is where I'm like, I'm like, what are we going to do? So, But I'm looking at you. Our... I'm
1: looking at you right now, too, for that, because you spend a lot of time with your podcast. Yeah, You spend a lot of time preparing for Fox 5. You know, I feel like if you had a few other... Um, good relationships, you know?
0: And I totally agree with that. But then my thing is, is like I want one of those great relationships to be with my partner. Absolutely. My partner on Saturday is like, hey, let's go hike. Let's go drive down to Richmond and go like, but we just don't do that.
1: What well, do you think that he's your best friend?
0: I do, yes. But like I was saying to you, I mean, like we had this conversation years ago and I, I think we actually made this like a radio topic at the time. But like he was like, no, I." he's like, I think my best friend is like my brother. Mm. And I'm just like, Okay. Like, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, Well, you I know, think you, I
1: want to hear from people. Like, does too. your partner have to be your best friend?
0: Does your partner have to be now, your best friend? Now, it
1: sounds great to me until you have to do everything together. Cause I'm sorry, I need a little time. <laughs> I need a little time. But I see,
0: to, I don't, I am a stage five clinger. Like, when okay, you and I were talking a stage about five this, clinger. like, when you and I were I, talking about this before, that gives you're me like, the heebie
1: jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> that gives me the heebie jeebies. <laughs>
0: And we were talking about before you were like you sound like a clinger (laughs) I am like I want to be with someone who wants to be with me and not every day because like you said I work every day my own 10 hours a day but like at 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock can't we come home and quit like Mm -hmm. I just don't understand this whole like but we don't like one of us is coming home at 8 the other person's coming home at 6 everybody sees each other for 20 minutes and I'm like how are we gonna have a family and build a life like on what like passing each other in the night like I just don't see how this is
1: so what are the options then? I mean, you're going to have to talk about this, obviously. I mean, I want you all to stay together if you're happy. Like, I want you to be happy. You used put a lot of time into this relationship. Who's got five years? Who's got five years? That's a long time.
0: I don't know. Our producer, she's even... only 23.
1: You don't even have five years.
0: Producer? I five years sounds like an eternity. You put so much work into that relationship, I say try to stick with it. But I'm exhausted just thinking about five years.
1: Yeah, five years is a long time.
0: Well, you put and a the lot first in. guy that I was with Ed was five years. I see that's my problem. I think that my issue is like most people have the seven you year the five age. Year <laughs> no, I have the five year <laughs> flee. I'm like I'm ready to flee.
1: Like yeah.
0: So anyway, I'll be curious too. Do you? What do people think? Do you have to marry your best friend? Like, is that? Are you married? Are people listening? Married to their best friends, and how's it working out? Or are you not? And sure. it works out fine, too.
1: Now, let me ask you, does he ever want to spend so much time with you, he gets all on your nerves?
0: No. Okay. We because never you had just
1: love, you just love all We the- don't,
0: but that doesn't even exist in our world. It does Like, I can't even say to you, like, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, we, and we were, like, half joking about having a baby. And, like, when we were on maternity, paternity leave, like, what we, like, we've never spent three weeks together or two weeks on a vacation together, like, back to back. Like, if we ever had a baby together, like, a month together would be the most time we've ever spent does that Maybe seem you normal? need to get to
1: know this person you've been dating for five years. Maybe you really don't know.
0: After five fucking years yeah. if you don't know by now? Oh, my God. Anyway. All right.
1: Well, you can come over and live with me. Come on.
0: I may need your place. Priscilla! Priscilla. Priscilla. We're make having up, a long term house guest. Make up the second bedroom.
1: <laughs> iron some more sheets.
0: Yeah, iron those sheets. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, definitely leave us your opinions. Now we got to get into more pop culture stuff. Well, but. I
1: wish it well. I, I hope it works out. But if not, we can go find men together. <laughs> That's fun, right?
0: I'm down. Yeah. No, I'm not down. You steal all the straight guys. Yeah, like, I, don't I even really do. I not have a do. shot. Like, I are really you kidding? Do. I'm not down for that at I, all.
1: Listen, I had a staycation this weekend. Speaking of stealing the straight guys, I had a staycation at um, the Darcy Hotel, which was so much fun. I stayed in the presidential suite. Oh, my because God. Because my friend's Erica, she's getting married. Dying.
0: They're dying. Oh, they're dying. Presidential Signature stars. suite. Five, Five star. Presidential <laughs> suite. <laughs> 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 always, always, always. It's always so much.
1: Well, my friend Erica, she's getting married, and this weekend was her bachelorette brunch. And I I said, well, I don't want to open the gifts out at a restaurant. We went to Barcelona. So I called the hotel. The suite was available. So I got the suite, and I said, I'll have all the girls over to the suite. Child, these little white girls showed up to the room. You would have thought I was (laughs) having a hip-hop concert. They were so loud. It made me nervous. I'm from Cleveland. I'm like, I know I can take some noise. Y'all little girls is crazy. Oh,
0: white women are nuts. So bachelorette
1: parties, they just lose their minds.
0: Lose their fucking minds. Absolutely. Thank God it was only
1: two hours. We had a two hour little window of fun, (laughs) fun, fun. And then I moved the party on down the street. But we had a great time. How were the white
0: women? when they misbehaved after they left the hotel? I
1: loved it. They were so misbehaved. But Erica is one of the first friends who now, she tried to fix me up with a guy. Oh, really? Yeah, on Saturday night. It was very, he was so
0: cute. Really? Oh
1: my God, he was so cute and we really hit it off. But it's interesting, I was talking to another friend today and I said, "You know, I don't I can't put my wrap my head around another friend or remember another a time that another friend hooked me up on a date. Uh,
0: Why is that?" Hm, I don't know. What, have you asked people I mean to do you, you think up? that
1: friends do that in your
0: circle Um, they try but normally their their gauge is really fucking off like I actually yeah. find that I prefer my friends not to hook me up with their friends because okay. they usually have terrible taste and I've had that happen you go out on the date and you're like this is who you think of me like right. this balding like dad bod yeah. man divorced with eight children like Ooh. this is who you want me to fucking be with like what and they're like he's such a nice guy
1: okay so it doesn't really work out it
0: does not work out for me it hasn't yeah but this one I was cute I prefer they don't like I would rather meet someone not in my Friends Circle. Exactly.
1: I totally get it. But listen, we had a great time. Fun, fun weekend. And, you know, romps were had. And Ooh, um, I
0: love that. We had
1: a good time. I make good use of that. Sweet.
0: Love it, love it. Um, We have two sponsors that we have to thank for this show. Mervis Diamonds, you need to go there. They had a great Takori event this past yeah. weekend. Unbelievable. Takori um, has great diamond engagement rings, and they're really known for their stacks. Yeah. So, um, you can get all kinds of beautiful bands and stacks. And they do an incredible amount of men's they r- uh, At- rings. They do. And And I actually wear some.
1: I have some bands and I have some stacks and I do all that. And my friend, Erica, who's getting married, she is um, getting married with two Mervis. Platinum Bands.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So be sure to, when you're getting engaged, or maybe even you want to push gift after the baby, or mm. you just want a treat gift because you are a boss yourself, um, go to MervisDiamond.com. They have three locations that we talk about all the time. Of mm-hmm. course, Rockville, Tyson's, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, but their range of rings is just unbelievable. Also, we have to say thank you to the D.C. Lottery for our sponsor. They have a D.C. Love Scratcher that's out for St. Patrick's Day. So take a listen to this.
1: It's the place to be the only place for me feeling that dc love i got that dc love yeah. i'm so happy that it's mine the love is so divine i'm feeling the dc love i got that dc love yeah love dc dc loves you back with D.C. Love Scratchers from the D.C. Lottery, featuring cash prizes of over a million dollars. Now that's a lot of love. It's my celebration, my D.C. revelation. Feeling that D.C. love. We got the D.C. love. Feeling the D.C. love, yeah. We got the D.C. love. Play the latest D.C. Love, DC love. DC love. Latest DC love Scratcher
0: celebrating St. Patrick's Day only from the D.C. Lottery. It's fun to play. Available where D.C. lottery tickets are sold. Well, I wanted to get into, too, all of the pop culture stories, including um, this week people were very upset about Sweet Jesus ice cream.
1: Okay, talk Did to you me. you see this so sweet? Well, maybe because she looks like she's a vampire. Is that what it is? Oh, my God.
0: Doesn't she look like Jean Benet, Ramsey, vampire, eating Jesus's ice cream? It's just, oh, my God. It is scary And she's as got hell. the little
1: horn type. Oh, Things on the on the shoulders.
0: Well, Christians are very upset, branding it hate speech. And again, this is in Toronto, so in Canada, uh, it's called Sweet Jesus is facing calls for a boycott, who say the name is blasphemy and mocks the religion. The chain, founded in 2015 by Andrew Richmond, uh, has 20 locations, mainly clustered in that Greater Toronto area. Choosing the name for a or choosing the name of our Lord for a brand of soft serve. Ice cream is totally offensive and revolting, reads one petition that is now going around from Citizen.org, an activist group that describes itself as being in favor of life, family and liberty. Uh, this is anything but a mere mistake. The petition signed by almost 10,000 people already says, both in their promotional materials and menu selection, that it's plain that um, Richmond has every intention of mocking Christ and Christianity. You mm. think that, it, And that it's hate speech. Hate people speech, want to take it down no. for hate speech.
1: You don't Mm-mm. think so? I they mean, need to come to Chicago or Baltimore and have the cops roll up on you and see what hate speech is. <laughs> this this ice cream cone is supposed to be something I'm supposed to be offended about.
0: Well, now, both of our uh, producers are very religious or come from, from spiritually based homes. So I was surprised. I thought that they would find this sacrilegious. And they said no, but they found that the opening song for the Hate for H podcast where I say, oh, my God, is more offensive.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: that's what AJ and Leslie were saying, right? So I think sweet Jesus is uh, kind of like proclaim. it's like, you know, celebrating God because it's saying yeah. sweet Jesus. And then, oh my God, you're never supposed to use God in a derogatory. You're say- you're exclamating the, oh my God. So that's actually sacrilegious. But then I see the pictures to sweet Jesus with the horns and the up- upside down cross. Mm-hmm. That's also sacrilegious. So where's exactly. that? Do you guys have that picture like of the, you probably don't, right? There, no. Was it photoshopped? A-, a lot no. of, people are saying that with this sweet Jesus ice cream that there's also a picture where they have the cross turned upside down on some of their cones and some of their marketing and that's what people are really upset about. More like how they use various religious um, I guess images. Okay. But I know when I first (sighs) saw this I actually think this I thought this was more offensive than our oh my god show but I could be way off. Uh, This midwife in England delivers a woman's baby and then goes oh by the way, and congrats on your healthy child. Uh, but I'm fucking your husband. Would that like would men you are just, dogs?
1: Like, men are such dogs. God, I just hear this over and over again.
0: Why do you think it is that men love to cheat on their wives when they're pregnant or that they're like giving birth? What What do you think it is? Like, do you think they're just not attracted to the woman? Or what you know, do you think I had it a is? friend
1: tell me the other day that her husband said to her uh, he had had a couple of drinks, but he said that. It's a woman's job. It's a wife's job to keep her husband's penis empty and his stomach full.
0: Oh, God. Wait, he said this to her. He
1: said this to her. Ugh. I said, ooh, check your audience. I mean, that's the wrong choice of an audience, right? That is
0: the worst. Maybe How that's long what have they, they been say been around married? each other.
1: They've been married for about 15 years.
0: Okay, well, Dan's looking better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, but I guess, it, you know, in that sense, like, is that kind of in this ballpark? You got to keep me, um, keep me... I- All drip dried out, so I I don't go out there trying to spread
0: it around. I don't feel like that has anything to do with it. Do you? I mean, don't you feel like there's something so much deeper going on that either you're not really in love with the person, you're you're not emotionally connected. Here we go about (laughs) you again.
1: (laughs) 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 why don't we just take an hour to talk about you? You know, I do have Yana Van Zant's phone number. Do you need her to fix your life? Oh my
0: god, I love her so much. I love that show. I'm going to ask her to
1: come in here and fix your life.
0: All right, for real. I she will. so good on this show. Uh, anyway, the Liverpool mom, uh, who has not been identified, told a local newspaper that she remains haunted, quote, haunted by the sight of the midwife with her baby because this midwife delivers the baby, holding the baby, gives it to the mom and then goes, oh, by the way, the newborn daughter was delivered safely. But shortly before she became pregnant, the dad went on a vacation where he met the midwife. The midwife now faces ongoing disciplinary action and is no longer employed by the hospital that she worked at. The mother of the newborn claims that the dad started behaving in a strange manner after his trip to the island resort. Mm. He would make excuses to miss scans and appointments related to the pregnancy, she claimed, because, of course, he would be seeing the midwife face-to-face and in front of his wife. Kind
1: of like when Dan canceled on you on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday, when he spent all day out from 1 to 10 p.m. where are you
0: going? Uh, the mother said she, she feels, quote, violated by uh, what happened and that any happy memories of the birth of their daughter have now been tainted i bet like that's kind of hard to. that's really
1: unfortunate for that woman i mean it really really is that he would cheat on her like when she's trying to have his baby that's that's just terrible i
0: know um a new line of yoga pants as you can see paul up here for a hundred dollars has nine pockets where and versatile high rising um like tummy control where Mm -hmm. you can stick and hide knives you think this is necessary and, and for? In a gun?
1: Women? Is that a gun on the side?
0: I don't think it's a gun. I th- well, oh. actually, I do think it's a gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can fit your nun, your nuns, your guns, your knives, and your cell phone. I okay. think that's a little ridiculous? Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take twelve. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious U Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh, my! this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now you're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's E-U-NATURAL on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code FRASER20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R, the number's two zero.
1: What do you is think going it- on in this world? How come I don't relate to any of these stories? <laughs> I mean, what is happening? I go to Equinox. I have, I don't have these problems. Paul, I
0: mean, Paul is always packing. But the hardest thing, right. In other, other sense.
1: In the other sense. Right. The hardest thing that I have to do at the gym is coordinate my outfit. I mean, because I have to make sure my outfit is cute. This is, is so cute, crazy, is though. Much. Isn't this like... This I, is too much. Yeah,
0: don't you feel like life has gone way off track if you need yoga pants that you can carry a knife in? Although,
1: I will say this. You ever ride around sometimes at night and, like, ride by Rock Creek Park and you see, like, a random woman jogging through the park? Yes,
0: and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like,
1: hey, bitch, get in the car. (laughs) (laughs) I can't leave you out here.
0: I know. You know?
1: What? Nothing good happens after dark and Nothing
0: Park. good. And I don't know why women do that. I think it's bananas as well. Um, also, this woman is sharing her story of her painful acrylic nails. Sorry, Paul, I guess these all are vagina stories today that you probably yeah. the you
1: the know? Monday show leaked over to mine. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. I, I don't know. How is my life so vibrant over the weekend and then I come back on Wednesday and uh, like we talk about, you know, yoga pants and yes, you know, midwives know. And, and acrylic nails.
0: I don't know how it became so you think I'm trans? What's yeah. going on with you? <laughs> I really don't. I don't. I you know know had this, this conversation trans-
1: with you as well. The guy, the waiter at the at the restaurant the other day called me ma'am from behind. I ladies, know, ladies. That,
0: that happens to you, right? Like I don't know why people mistake you for a woman. And then
1: I flip my hair around and go, "Yes. <laughs> you, what? How you doing, homie? How can I help you?"
0: <laughs> he must have died in his trap. No, he was looking
1: at me like he was going to kick my ass, and I looked at him like, "I bet you won't." i <laughs> <laughs> wipe the floor with you I
0: wipe the floor Oh I will Anyway um I'll give you one last girl story then we'll move on to some okay. more uh, gender neutral <laughs> Gender, (laughs) gender neutral. But um, I thought this was really gross because this woman, Amelia Perrin, who is known on Instagram for her like gorgeous nails, She has very like Khloe Kardashian, Kylie Jenner nails. Mm -hmm. So she says that even though this is what they look like when they're done, the reality is, is when your acrylic nails come off, your nails are chipped, brittle. (gasps) They're like peeled off. Oh, my God.
1: That looks horrible. Well, they get really soft. Now I do it's know really about this. Really soft. Yes. I used to get a um, do a kind of polish on my toenails. It wasn't gel or anything, but whatever kind of polish it was, what was it? It was something that was supposed to be so high tech or whatever. But when they would take it off of my toenails, my nails would look start to look bad. They were looking really bad, so I just I stopped doing it. I don't even do polish anymore on my toes.
0: Uh, she says that she became addicted to acrylics, um, and she says that if, the biggest piece of advice she can give people, but this is really hard to do when you have gel and acrylics or or even SNS. I do SNS Manny because it's supposed to be healthier, but same mm-hmm. thing. Like you can still start peeling it off. She says that never ever peel it off when the salons or the nail salons tell you not to peel it off to come in, let them soak, and then come off. Like you know when they Mm -hmm. kind of chemically wrap them that's really what you need to do she says that too many times people end up like either just picking them off or start chewing them and then she says that's what ends up damaging your nails so she's doing it as a warning oh oh my god i don't know i saw those images though and i've had that and it is it's almost like a nail addiction once you you go go down down that road
1: as a woman it's tough to turn back isn't it
0: well, yeah, you get addicted to how good they look. It's yeah. like anything. It's like any mm-hmm. of the services that we do that, you know, look so amazing, right? Whether it's skincare whatever. whatever. Well, you
1: know, keeping it real, you know, I told you in 2010 when I was doing, or 2009 when I was doing Real Housewives of D.C., um, I went to this hairstylist and he colored my hair to look like uh, Carolyn Bessette.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> Kennedy.
1: And I said, are you sure that's going to work on black hair? Blonde? He's like, it's going to be fabulous. He said, it's going to be super blonde on top and gold on the bottom on the same strand. I'm like, on the same strand? Uh, that sounds tricky. And it was, because when he blew it out, it all fell in my lap, my <gasps> hair.
0: Oh, my and God. And I had,
1: like, big hair. It was down my back. It was fabulous. Anyway, I went instantly and got a weave. Like, the next day, I was shooting Real Housewives. So oh. I had to get all the hair back. my God. So I ended up wearing this weave from 2009 to last May. Really? Yes. I mean, of course, I get a change every five weeks or something. But I was stuck in this weave. And every time I would take the weave out, my fabulous hair that I used to have in 2009, it would get shorter and shorter, and it would be more fragile. So in May, I just said, fuck it. I'm a grown-ass man. I have a skincare line. I want to have hair care products. Let me grow this shit back the best way I know how. So I took the weave out. Everybody Whee! in the salon gasped. They were like, not that wave!" because you get addicted to that heaviness of it.
0: You do? Like you actually like it? The heaviness of that hair. Hell yeah. Really? Flipping
1: around and doing all that. So last May I took it out.
0: We need to see you with a weave.
1: You've seen me with a weave. (laughs) Are you crazy? You knew me before last May. I had a weave.
0: I did not. But your hair looks great now.
1: So since last May, I've been using all my creams and potions. You see how that came back? That guy that tried to read me in L.A. With your creams and your potions. Mm -hmm. So I used my creams and my potions on my hair, and I grew it back out. And now I'm launching my hair care product line in May. One year to the date that I took that weave out.
0: Oh, my God.
1: That's, that's my story.
0: Wow, that's a good story. <laughs> I could not tell the difference at all because your hair looks really it great looks now. Good that's, now huh? It's so yeah, that's thick. Me. Wow. Get in there. Oh my god, Paul, that's amazing. It's beautiful, huh? Yeah, it's gorgeous and I thick grew this and... bitch back. Wow. Aren't my you... eye was
1: on the prize. I knew I could make some coins off of it. I was like, <laughs> listen, I need to grow my hair back. I gotta use my potions.
0: My coins. <laughs> and then oh I god. have to
1: sell this stuff. Yeah. Do you ever
0: play in your mind worst case scenario? Are you like a catastrophe person? Like, are you, but are you really, because there's a new catchphrase for somebody mm-hmm. who who just thinks about catastrophes all the time. It's called catastrophizing, I believe I'm saying.
1: Catastrophizing. Okay. Oh,
0: catastrophizing? Catastrophizing. Fizing, probably. Catastrophizing, right? Yeah, yeah, fizing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, do you have that at all? Hmm. I only have it because on This Is Us, I don't know if you guys, anybody here watch This Is Us? on the show I producer Sometimes. producer neither one of the producers I they saw the uh, this- I saw the
1: one where the house was on fire
0: Yes that one you guys just tuned in for that. It was the biggest <laughs> one. And every, everybody's story was like, "Oh my god, I'm in tears." And yeah. I was like, "All right, I'll check it out." I had no, I was following. Yeah, it's no I'm almost ready to give up on it because it's so fucking heart wrenching every oh, time. Gosh. Like every time, you know. And they're this, like, they were this close knit family with this perfect dad, and then the dad's killed in the house fire, and then like they just constantly have flashbacks, and they're still trying to reckoning their lives without the dad, and it's just like, oh god, I can't take one more tear. And then they're adopting a kid, and the kid is abused, and it's like, okay. But anyway, they um, have a character on the show called Randall and all Randall and his wife do are they're like, all right, worst case scenario, go. And then they're like. House burns down, dad's in it. And they're like, No, you don't know Okay, they didn't use that one because that one obviously came true. But they're like <laughs> they're like, car accident, everyone dies except for you. Like what do and I'm like, Oh they I just hate tell each other that. story? Yes. wow like an ongoing You know,
1: every now and again, like I'm super afraid of um I can't like go up to the edge of a building and look over <gasps> or some Me shit neither. like that. I
0: always feel like I died by like suicide or something before in another. Oh, life. absolutely.
1: Even in um in a building where I go out on a terrace or something, I'm not into it.
0: Yes. Like I left
1: my apartment in New York even though I was on the 14th floor, and my terrace looked out, but there was like, um, you could jump down to the terrace below if you wanted to, you oh, know, because okay, it was like yeah. on a stair type thing, you yep, know what I mean? Yep. So I couldn't jump to my death, so that helped.
0: Oh. Well, um, here they're saying that more and more people, of course, you know, as more Americans are having anxiety, people have very, uh, have serious difficulties either going to, um, dealing with heights or boarding a plane, and they're constantly thinking about worst case scenarios. And it happens to many people, and it might be a result of your previous bad experiences that you can't shake, or it could be linked to a mental health issue like anxiety or chronic depression. Uh, According to a clinical psychologist and columnist, catastrophizing is an unhealthy habit that people fall into very easily. Nobody Mm. is born with it. You just start developing it. Interesting. So um, people may learn the habit um, of catastrophizing because they've had a bad experience before that they didn't see coming. So to protect themselves, they're always on guard. I see which that. I could see that. I see that too. Mm-hmm. I feel like losing a parent. Like you're always like on guard that someone's going to die. You're and you're always like <gasps> overly like you thinking about them or checking that. that in. That's what really? this is. Yeah.
1: Because all these years, because she's the kind of person where she's just like never turn your phone off. Something might happen. I have to get to you. And I'm like, well, can't you just call me in the morning? You know, because yeah, right. I don't want to live in dread. Right. And I think since I've been 13 years old, she's been like, this could be the last time I see. You know, and I'm like, oh shit. Yes,
0: she's got this. i I'll be I know at the summer camp like. talking
1: about call my mama. It might be the last time I see mama.
0: And they're like. What?
1: But her father died kind of, you know, young. Young.
0: I think when you, because young. you don't expect it. And then it happens all of a sudden and you're like, you know loss. like all. Uh, I see. Uh, the psychologist says that there's some ways that you can break it. The bad habit is always ready to jump back into your life and you have to unlearn it. Um, the solution is to learn to be rational and calm. For example, in the case of imagining a plane crash, the psychologist asks her clients to look at the statistics for airline crashes on their phone, which of course is very, very small. She also says the same thing with someone suddenly dying. If it's happened in the past, the chances of it happening again are very, very slim. Mm. Uh, the more impulsive you are, the more likely to you are to have a slip back into old habits. Um, she says it takes practice, consistency, and learning to slow down and think logically. Mm. So I feel like that's a good one because, oh my God, can happen. Can you go in- over
1: a bridge without like oh, yeah. going crazy?
0: Yeah.
1: I probably have a short attention span for people that can't do that. I mean, it just really gets on my nerves. Like, I'm driving over a bridge and they're like holding on to the sunroof till they got my
0: you know, I'm with you. I agree. I think it gets old too, because you're I'm like, like how, when is the last time that any of us have heard a story of someone driving over on off a bridge? Right. Nowhere. It like rarely happens.
1: Yeah, I'm not into that.
0: I mean, give me one that's like actually happens a fair amount. Gun violence.
1: Yeah, that happens.
0: <laughs> right. More that people happens. are getting shot than they are driving off a bridge.
1: The other day, I was oh, this uh, past weekend, I was trying to. Um, go to an event that I did with uh, Fashion Bomb Daily, Claire Somers. That was fabulous, actually. Well, anyway, there was like an Uber driver that had pulled over, and it was on a one-way street in Georgetown, and two cars couldn't get by. So the guy had pulled over waiting for his fare, and we were like two people behind. So I'm just like, somebody do something. I'm late. And nobody was doing anything, so I went to go get out of the car. I'm like, unlock the door, please, to the driver. And I was going to go up and tell the guy he had to move, and— and then I had heard, you know, when I got back, when I got back in the car because the car started moving, they said, oh, my God, what if they had shot you? I was like, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. Isn't
0: that crazy? I never think about that stuff either. I was ever. just going to
1: ask him to move up.
0: But I will tell you this. When I do stay at places now, for whatever reason, I am worried about a fire. So now I'm always checking the exits. And like a lots of times if I stay in a hotel, I will walk the emergency exit out like when I'm going to get my bag or whatever. So mm. I know where to go.
1: Wow. Because nothing
0: scares me more than being stuck somewhere in a fire. Like yeah, well you have, know like, those
1: hotel room windows don't open up that much. Right.
0: right. Yeah, that's true. I know. Uh, one last story before we get to our Tinder profiles that we read every Wednesday that are funny. Um, have you ever heard of ecosexuals? Uh, it's a growing movement where people feel like fucking the earth is a great way to uh, impact Bucking climate change. Fucking the
1: earth. Now you're gonna have to <laughs> set the scene. This have we is been drinking?
0: My next one. <laughs> If you happen to find yourself in Sydney, Australia next week, there is a unique opportunity to have sex with the earth. You just need to stop by the Ecosexual Bathhouse, which is currently part of a festival to experiment with art. The Bathhouse is an interactive installation created by local artists there and described the work to me uh, or, or uh, to Vice as a no holds bar extravaganza meant to dissolve the barriers between species as we descend into oblivion.
1: So you you fuck the soil. What yes, happens? You
0: literally have soil. They believe it's a way of reducing carbon monoxide in the world.
1: Did women do it? Everybody. So the women just grind on the soil.
0: They grind on the soil. You literally like have sex with the earth. okay. this is amazing are people like that bored um there's there's a wide range of being able to do it too it's also incorporating the earth into sex so look these two women are going at it okay and they've got and they've got grass. grass over their faces yes it's incorporating that you become more in one with nature would you ever consider this no really no i'm not doing that why not
1: Although I do have a memory of jerking off outside (laughs) when I was young. I don't remember where I was. It just came back to me. It was nice. Really? I felt in touch with
0: Exactly. That's what they're saying. It's healthier for everybody. When you're outside making love, it makes life more sustainable. They Mm -hmm. say it's a better, more freeing feeling. Uh, It's not harmful to the environment at all. And uh, they're saying that things like condoms, lubes, and other sex products are having a harmful effect. You know what? I guess never say never. This is an opposite. Oh That would be fun to do with somebody else.
1: We just all go out there and just start humping the ground.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Wouldn't that be amazing? (laughs) Take that, Mother Earth. Take that. (laughs) (laughs) Do it, Mother Earth. Get it. Get it. I mean, nature's lube. You just like some mushrooms. Those things are slimy. Just rub your penis down with that. Let's get to it.
1: Okay, now see, I was into it. Now you can start talking to me like that.
0: All right, we'd like to end Wednesday's show with reading some funny Tinder profiles. Jessica 26 is from the University of Albany. She says, I'm on Tinder because I noticed that anal sex hurts a lot less than being single.
1: <laughs> Look at the that guy in the is pool. so true.
0: Oh my God, he's loving it. <laughs> I love he's it. Loving it. Okay,
1: I I'd swipe right on that. Oh one.
0: my god, look at this. Honestly, too, it, we put these videos up. You can look at. Hey, Fridge, Instagram. Paul is on Instagram at Paul Wharton Style mm-hmm. on Instagram. So we post a lot of these Tinder videos. Um, so you can actually see the pictures. Daff is fifty three. He writes, online dating fun. They say after a while, pets and their owners start to look alike. I have to agree. And he's holding like a big Chow dog, and then he's got a mullet. I not it look
1: I they do look alike.
0: Not in a good way, though.
1: Not that in guy a looks great like a dot. Would you way, ever go you know out what? with him? He, no, I wouldn't go out with him. Well,
0: that kind of is your type, though. You what like you older, pudgy, wealthy men. No,
1: I don't. <laughs> older, pudgy, wealthy. The wealthy part's okay, but what,
0: what does Renzo look like? I've always older, wondered. Pudgy, white, rich. You've man. never seen his. Never he's seen not Renzo. pudgy.
1: He's like got a ten pack. Really? Huh? Yeah. Renzo does. Yeah. No, he's Whoa. perfect. Who was the in guy? You
0: showed us one picture of a man. Chris. Was that the one? That's when I
1: moved to New York for. Yes. He really wasn't pudgy. He was just short. Okay. None of them you are really like, pudgy. You
0: seem like at one time you like to get down with the round.
1: I mean, I haven't had that much experience with it, but I mean, I'm open. Shit. What what you talking?
0: More cushion for the pushing. Hey,
1: okay. <laughs> I can't discriminate. It's all about the person. It's about the heart, right? I agree. And what well, else? Um, give me a second thing that it's about. The oh, heart and the dick.
0: The heart, the, the heart, dick, emotional the dick, intelligence. Emotional intelligence. Okay, here we go. Come on, come okay? on. Come on. She's coming back to her. Come on. That. You better what hang else out, she out got? with my ass. Come on, I hang out with me. Out. Don't like, fucking cancel plan. shit on me. Don't cancel shit on me. me. we gotta me. have mutual friends. Sunday's my day. Sunday is my day.
1: If you are making other plans, you better take me with you. And
0: you know what? You need to express to me that you think I'm gorgeous. Cause like I'm always fucking expressing my emotions to you. Everybody like, needs to hear that. That's yes, true. They do. Like, tell me I'm hot that you like want to be with me. Like, hello. It's not like eighty years old. No, he does. I have to give okay. him credit. I do have to give him credit. I'm okay. A couple of the others back on the okay. list. I need work. <laughs> okay. I get one. it. I yeah,
1: people to... need that. Oh, my God. K33. Look thirty three. thing.
0: Here she is. She's just posed. No caption. Just posed with a large penis. Would you swipe wipe to the, right to this woman no. or she look crazy? She
1: looks crazy. That penis looks crazy. The head is <laughs> disproportionately big for <but> a shaft. <laughs> have you ever been with one like that? Big old head? Little baby shaft?
0: Yes. It's weird. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. yeah. I have to agree. Anyway, you can swipe right on her and you can take a look on our Instagram mm. for all these photos. Um, all right, you guys, that's it. We're, Paul, where can we follow you?
1: Well, you know, you can follow me on Paul Wharton Style on Instagram. My website's Paul Wharton Style. If you need some new beauty products, go to Paul Wharton Beauty and on Twitter, I'm Paul Wharton.
0: Oh my God, we absolutely love it. Uh, producers, where can we follow you? <laughs> producers. Yeah, Leslie. Oh, Leslie underscore Oquendo. And you guys are five star, by the way, in our book. Five star. Five star Signature sweet. Rick
1: hey. Carlton
0: All I need is your approval. Back Leslie, room. Where, you, where can we follow I mean AJ, and where can we follow you? You guys can follow me at the Andrea J. Lopez. And it's at hey Frage. everywhere else. We love you guys. Okay, hey, I, I want a
1: relationship update from you.
0: Oh, I'll give you one. Next week, Okay, it's next on. week, it's on. Go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Do not be like Jasmine. Don't ah. leave us one star. Leave us a five
1: star. Thank you for holding me down, Jasmine, but I'm okay.
0: And tell somebody who has never heard about the podcast. Bye, everybody. I
1: love it. Bye, guys.